Hey, mama, do you have a girl that every time you say no, does not want to quit or give up on your reasoning for no, is demanding why you're saying no, and is even combative with trying to change your mind when you firmly told her no to whatever request she has? Maybe she even follows you as you're trying to walk away as she starts to progressively elevate her voice trying to be heard, trying to convince you to say yes to her and it's not helping her case and it's causing you high blood pressure. Mama, today I'm going to talk about five ways to deal with the backfires of saying no to your teenage daughter. You don't have to be scared. You don't have to be uncomfortable and definitely don't need to feel like you have to say yes. You'll want to listen to this. Mama, are you looking for a supportive mom community? Do you feel like you're alone on an island trying to raise your teen girl? and feel like there's no one around that can just understand you and what you're feeling and what you're having to deal with? Well, you know what? The common thing I ask moms I work with the most to be valuable for them is having community, community with other moms who get it, who are in the same season as you, who are in the weeds too. Moms raising tween and teen girls just like you. We need each other to share our challenges, to laugh, to encourage one another and support each other through this tumultuous time. Now, if that's you, I have a free mom community that I invite you to be a part of. You can join by going to www.raisingherconfidently.com. That's raisingherconfidently.com. Also, while you're there, become an insider and get weekly emails from me with tips on creating open communication establishing a safe space, and preparing your girl to make those good choices, along with being the first to know what's available to you. Yes, you'll be first in the know, available to you. So become an insider as well. And that's at RaisingHerConfidently.com, RaisingHerConfidently.com. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. As a teen, I didn't really think about how hard it was for my mom to say no to me. I was a very strong-willed child. I've shared this in episodes past of how strong-willed I really was. I was hard-headed, like my mom would call me. She was scared, uncomfortable, and knew she had to muster up a lot of energy and a lot of patience with me when she knew the answer to my requests would be no. And even if she didn't give me the reason every single time, I knew hindsight there was very good reason behind her no's. But again, being the strong-willed person that likes to push buttons, I wasn't going to settle with a simple answer of no. I would really get fumey and push back as much as I could 
until I knew she would crack. I would push every single button to see which would unlock her ending up saying yes to me. And I eventually got what I wanted. But sometimes it was even a challenge to me to see how far I could go to get her to say yes to me. Yes, mama, you're probably gasping right now, but I did find it as a challenge at the time. Now, I look hindsight and just great, grateful that my own daughter does not do that <laughs> to me, but I understand your situation too with your daughter. I understand your daughter and I understand you. I didn't regard what was what I was doing to my relationship with my parents, especially with my mom, who was always for me. I knew she wanted the best for me. But when she said no, I felt like she didn't. You know, I wasn't getting what I wanted and I needed to push back until I did. So having a strong-willed child that can't take no for an answer, I mean, it does have its amazing qualities, right? The ability to stick up for oneself. People can't usually tell them what to do and they know what they want and are usually unwavering. So those are great, amazing qualities that even adults strive to have that strong-willed children do have. But in this stage of tween and teen and this stage of growth and development, your daughter needs some guiding, right? They're great qualities, but they need to be uh, guided and molded to do good, right? Reigning in these qualities paired alongside some character traits like respect, patience, gentleness, self-control, kindness is what the stage is all about. We're pointing them towards utilizing these great, amazing qualities a strong-willed child has, but cultivating it to be respectful, patient, gentle, have self-control, and kind. Now, Mama, your girl is testing you when you say no. She's pushing all your buttons and at some point will not give up until it's blown out into a huge argument that you never intended to have. But she just knows how to stir you up. So today, I'm giving you some tips on dealing with the backlash of having to say no to your girl. And by the way, Mama, you are surely correct as a mom and guide to her, to your underage girl, and have the right to say no to her. And I'm going to give you some ways to help you and your girl manage those no's. You ready? Number one, give yourself space between her question and your answer. Give yourself space between her question and your answer. Mom, can I? La da da da. Resist answering right away, even if you know what your answer will be. This allows her reaction and maybe yours, maybe your reaction to diffuse a bit, right? So she's getting hyped up, anticipating, asking this question, maybe even fostered a lot of courage to even ask this bold question or bold request to you and risking, risking a no. And so she has these heightened feelings. And if you give some space, it diffuses those heightened feelings and those impulsive reactions that she might have. So instead, say something like, hey, let me think about it. Or I can't give you an answer just yet. Let me get back to you. I've learned this the hard way to not give an answer right away. One, because it is an impulsive 
reaction on my half. And two, I haven't really thought it thoroughly. So when you give space between your answer, her, her question and your answer, it allows her to feel one, heard, that you've heard her request and are contemplating, and two, that you understand you are going to ponder her question and consider her request. She's feeling heard. She's feeling like you're giving her the time of day to answer and really think about what, whether or not you're going to let her do what she's requesting, right? Number two, think about the reasons why you are saying no. Now, you might be thinking in the back ahead, but no means no. I don't have to give her a reason. I'm the adult. I can say no and I have a right to. Yes, you do, mama. But remember, this is about relationships. And depending on the age of your daughter, if she's a 17-year-old, please give her a reason because you're transitioning into independence, right? And you want to be able to guide her to reasons why you would say no. And it helps her think for herself, like make a decision for herself when she starts to make these independent choices of these reasons, right? But if you have a tween that's maybe 11 or 12 and she wants to know why, just know that this is part of growing independent. She wants to understand the reasoning. Remember, she can take on abstract ideas. It doesn't have to be concrete. So giving her a reason will not hurt your relationship. But not giving her a reason may, okay? So although you're thinking, I don't have to give her a reason, you're right, you don't have to give her a reason. Not only having a reason will allow you to be ready for when she does question your no, because she will question your no. Now there are some times where a simple no means no. However, when we are trying to create open communication with your girls, there has to be two-way communication, right? This is what this podcast is all about. This is why you're on this podcast, because you're learning to create open communication with your teenage daughter because it will be different in this stage. There's so many factors in your changing girl that makes communication, open communication, a little bit more difficult. And if that is your goal to continue open communication with her, it has to be two-way. Just like how you want to know reasons for her thoughts, for reasons of why she's doing something, she would like the same from you. She would like to know the reason behind the no. So maybe coming up with these reasons allows you to clearly articulate them to her. You're able to clearly communicate your reasonings to her, whether or not she understands, but you are communicating it to her. You're giving her the time of day to give her the reason. It helps you self-audit as well as to why you would say no. How often are you saying no to her? Do you say no to her all the time, just as a, ad, out of habit? Or is there a real, true, valid reason for, her, for you to say no to what she's specifically asking? And is this no worth winning, right? Do you have to say no to this or can you say yes with contingencies, right? This will help in, in understanding, will this no help or hurt your relationship? And what happens if you do say yes, right? So think about the reasons why you are saying no, and it allows you to self-reflect and self-audit just how often you do say no, right? And it also helps you prepare to give a valid reason. You're communicating that. 
Number three, create boundaries for yourself when you do tell her no. This is so important. You know your girl the best and how she typically reacts and what she is likely to say to you. It's okay to have boundaries around how you want people to react to you, including your own family, particularly and particularly in this case, your teenage daughter. It's okay to have boundaries for yourself. Why set up boundaries even around those you love most? Why? Well, boundaries help determine what is and is not okay in a relationship. And ideally, we put them in a place to protect our own well-being. They help us to build trust, safety, and respect in our own relationships, even within our family, even with your daughter. Not only will it help you personally, it helps you view your own relationships. So mama, set those boundaries around you. What are you willing to accept and what are you not willing to accept for yourself? Some examples of boundaries around conversations would be clearly communicating what your no is without apologizing. Clearly communicating your no without apologizing, right? How's your tone? You know, we're not being, you know, having attitude. We're not being aggressive. We're just simply saying no. Maintain your no. So another boundary is to maintain your no. Stand your ground without being aggressive or reactive, right? How are we um, dealing with the reactions of our daughters when we just say no? Are we allowing them to push our buttons and so we're being reactive Or are we creating space so that no matter what she says, you can tell yourself whether it's, it's not about me, it's about her. It's not my problem, it's it's her problem. You can tell yourself that in your head and that might even help you calm down and be less reactive, right? Number three, ignore when she provokes you. Ignore when she provokes you. Do not engage in her arguing with her, right? When she's trying to argue with you, don't engage. There's no fire if there's no fuel feeding it. If you're not arguing back with her, there's no fire happening, right? It's a one-way conversation. And mama, sometimes we can take these one-way conversations very personally because of the way they treat us, of the disrespectful words that they use. But I want you to know it's not about you right? No matter how many darts they throw at you and how much it stings, we know it's not about us. It's about how they're taking on being said no to, right? How they're being taking on being said no to and not getting what they want, right? It's, it, I always compare teenagers to oversized toddlers, right? Toddlers throw fits and tantrums. They throw their bodies across the floor and start crying and kicking and screaming until they get what they want. Well, it's no different for teenagers. They probably physically can do that. And you probably witnessed your daughter doing that, but they're more very good with their words and being able to know because they're older, they know how to push your buttons. And so they'll use those triggers to try and get you going. Don't buy into that. Don't buy into that. Just like a toddler throws a fit, it has nothing to do with you. Same goes with your teenage daughter when when you're saying no. And another boundary, an example, is limit your contact with her at the time. 
Choose to stay in your room. Excuse yourself. Leave the house for a bit. Go and run an errand or do a workout for a period of time until things cool down. Excuse yourself. Those are examples of boundaries that you can prepare yourself with when you're going to tell her no. Okay? And number, what number are we? One, two, three, four. Number four. Our fourth way is to be a united friend. Be a united friend with your spouse and, or the father of your daughter, right? No means no, no matter how high she screams or how loud she screams or how long she's going to scream for or how long she's going to be upset with you. No means no. Be a united friend. You and your spouse or her father need to stand together in your decision. Teenagers are geniuses at finding the holes. They know where their weak points are within a marriage and they will pick at it until it finally gives in, right? So now this is not to like scare you of your teenager, but they're very good at it because they know you very well and they know your weak points. So they're very strategic at what they do. If you've ever allowed yourself to change your mind through the convincing of your daughter, she knows she can do it again. I'll tell you that. She knows she can do it again and she'll keep on pushing and extend herself even more until it's a matter of time that she gets what she wants. So it's so important to be a united friend and it's not too late. If you've said yes to her before and I'm guilty of that, that's happened to me. I've broke rank kind of like our wall crumbled because I gave in because of my soft heart and it's happened to us and it takes time and consistency to get through the I would say the hard part of getting the pushback and over time your no will mean no and she will get that right so it just takes time and consistency and communication between you and your spouse or the father in case you guys aren't married have the hard conversation, right? So this is my the fifth way is to have that hard conversation with your daughter. This hard conversation means addressing what happens when she does say no. Addressing her reaction and actually talking about that. What's inappropriate about it? I want you to find this time when things aren't heated to address her reactions. It shouldn't be in the moment of when she's having a pushback or a meltdown, that's not appropriate to have this hard conversation. If you want anything done, if you want to accomplish um, some type of resolution, that is not the time. The best time is when things are pretty calm. Things are not heated, right? In my Talk to Your Teen Girl framework, I teach you how to have these hard conversations and give you steps to healthy conflict resolutions along with templates to prepare for conversations so that you have this strong agenda, like it's not an agenda, I shouldn't say agenda, topics that you want to focus on so that you're not pulled out of conversation because of all the emotions involved in it, right? So I lay it all out there. I know we don't like having these types of conversations with our teen girls and feel like we need to walk on eggshells or brace ourselves for that blow up. But it doesn't have to be that way. Talk to Your Teen Girl Framework guides you through steps in having these conversations and discerning 
that's number one is discerning when to best apply them. So having that conversation about her inappropriate and unappreciated reactions to your answer of no needs to be had, right? A best ways to discuss during your talk is discuss healthy ways to have a healthy conversation. <laughs> how can we have a healthy conversation so it doesn't blow up in yelling? And explaining how yelling really doesn't serve anybody. It doesn't even serve her because when she's yelling, you're not listening anymore. And if her point of being heard, it, her point of yelling is to be heard, then maybe she needs to stop, right? So those are the types of conversations where you can healthily guide her into having a healthy response to the conversations that need to be had about her reactions to know, right? And maybe this is a good time for you to admit that you're not the perfect person either. And maybe there were days you even modeled that to her about screaming because you're not feeling heard or you didn't get what you want. And so you were fed up and you just started screaming at the kids or at your husband. Believe me, I'm guilty of that as well. I've done my share of yelling and screaming. So there's no blame or shame here. We're just calling it what it is that maybe we've modeled it to them. But if if we're being vulnerable with our shortcomings, she'll likely know you understand her and that you truly want some change in her reactions to change, right? And you want to guide her towards self-control and setting boundaries for herself and using her words over her emotional outbursts, right? So mama, these are some of the things that we can do if you are <laughs> the mom that stresses out about, oh gosh, I have to say no to her and I am terrified or I don't want to have to deal with her reaction. So what will it be for you? What step will you need to take the next time you're going to say no to her? And I know you're going to say no to her. You can't say yes to everything, right? Is it not giving her the answer right away? Maybe taking, giving space between her question and your answer or maybe taking time to think about why you would say no. Or maybe you need to create some personal boundaries for yourself or for you, right? For your own well-being and for your relationship with your girl. Or maybe it's having the conversation with your husband or the father of your girl about being a solid front on whatever answer you both decide on. And then maybe you've had enough of her frequent disrespectful reactions and need to have that hard conversation and address it and just don't know how or what to say. And maybe it's time for you to equip yourself so you can confidently have those conversations. And maybe your next step is taking the Talk to Your Teen Girl framework. So if that is for you, then go to TalkToYourTeenGirl.com and see what I teach can benefit these hard conversations for you. I hope this has helped you feel at ease to know that mama, you're not the only one that gets the backlash at saying no, that it does happen in this stage, especially because she just wants to get what she wants and just doesn't know how to quite react in an appropriate way. So here are some ways that you can try when you do say no and how you can guide your daughter and protect yourself and your own well-being by creating those boundaries. I hope this has been helpful. And if you found it to be helpful, share it with another mom.
Don't forget you have a community of moms in the season waiting for you to embrace you and hug you because you are not alone, mama. Come join us at raisingherconfidently.com. I'll see you there. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.